So the exact kind of provenance or where Glinglow came from, which is the album we're going to quickly chat about, is quite a difficult thing to actually describe. So Glinglow actually happens before the last Sugar Cubes record. And it maybe comes from Bjork hanging out with um, a jazz band at the Hotel Borg in uh, Reykjavik. Maybe it comes from this jazz band hearing Bjork on a radio a few years earlier. Maybe this comes from Bjork hanging out with this jazz band in a studio. We're not quite sure. The kind of stories are fairly apocryphal. But what does happen is Bjork ends up playing with this band at the Hotel Bjork and then they end up kind of making a record together. And it's a record that stands completely separate from everything else in Bjork's back catalogue. And it's a straight-up vocal jazz album. It's about 50 minutes long um, and it's delightful. It's absolutely delightful. It doesn't fit with anything she's ever done or anything she will ever do again, I imagine. But it is this little moment where you just hear Bjork being a singer. She's not an artist. She's not a novelty. She's not this kind of post-punk oddity like we get in the Sugar Cubes. She's just an interesting, fun, lively singer with certainly a kind of unusual voice that I imagine some people might... um, Bolcat, one can imagine, but if you've made it this far in, you know what you're dealing with when it comes to Bjork. As far as the record itself goes, it's a collection of jazz standards. Typically, they've all been translated into Icelandic, with the exception of the last two tracks, which is Ruby Baby and uh, Hammerstein Tune, which is I Can't Help Loving That Man. If you are sad enough to own the vinyl like I do and the CD, you'll notice that on the vinyl, the last two tracks, which are the best two, unfortunately, Ruby Baby and Can't Help Loving That Man, those two are missing from that release, which is an absolute killer. But the opening track, Glinglow, has this kind of Christmassy, kind of arpeggiated little piano number that feels like a really nice intro to what's about to kick off. Then you get into... I'm going to not attempt to pronounce any of the others after this point, um, which is this quite fun, quite screamy almost um, jazz standard. It just really packs a punch. And it's just quite a joyous little number. And then there's stuff from like Irving Berlin. There's some other kind of Rodgers and Hammerstein stuff on there. It's just a really lovely collection of jazz standards. And it totally sits apart from everything else and kind of works as a consequence of the fact that it sits so separately to everything else she's ever done. That, if anything, is its kind of key selling point. Um, It's a wonderful little record and an oddity and just delightful. 